Welcome, everyone. This is the place where we talk about food in and around Victoria, BC. And my name's Dallas, and I'm at Nowhere right now, which when everyone, anybody asks me where they should go tonight for dinner, I say you should go to Nowhere, and people, like, they think I'm joking. But I have the owners of Nowhere and Hanks here with me, Clark and Devin. How you guys doing? We're good. Happy to be here. Sufficient, yeah. yeah. Dude, do you, do you ever get that? Like, do you ever say to people about nowhere and they're like where is it what are you talking about are you making like are you pulling my leg well yeah i mean all the time but that, that was why we named it that though um i mean it's in the middle of nowhere there's no street frontage um really a horrible location if you think about it um and yeah we even put a dot actually in the middle of the room there is a dot shows the middle of nowhere is, is it really yeah yeah look just over there right On in the, the very middle yeah oh yeah. yeah see i see something there yeah, yeah. that's yeah, it's hilarious just a big circle we've indented into the floor and it's the middle of nowhere see i like the fact that like when you look at hanks and I wanted to ask you about this farm, 365 star a farm. Right. What? What? Okay, let's start at the farm. What is the farm? <laughs> well, that, that's something that's just starting. So that's more Jonah and Laura uh, than Devin and I, for sure. Um, so basically, they've been doing a ton of experimentation on vertically growing and organically growing all sorts of literally everything is what they're trying right now i mean everybody with vertical does greens um and that's the big thing is greens 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 microgreens that's fine there's nothing wrong with that um but they're trying to do some other stuff with that as well so right now the it is set up in hanks um they've got literally tomatoes peas you name it everything so fruiting things which is not very common in that um and they're seeing where they can go with it okay and that again so laura and jonah so jonah's my wife laura's okay. the uh, uh chef and nowhere here as well yeah. And I got to say, when I was in here the first time and I ate at the bar here, uh, when Laura was making the food, I couldn't believe how she could have a conversation while she's making this insane stuff. Like, it just it blew my mind what she was doing while she's just talking to me and interacting like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of our whole concept or was uh, before we, you know, closed everything off. But the, at both Hank's and here, that's always kind of been the whole thing. So it does take a special person to do um, what we try to do. Uh, and how would you describe hanks and nowhere to someone that's never been to them before devon uh, that's i'll uh, say something bad you should you should, no, you, that, you should that, do better that's okay a, here that's, can I, can that's I, a good question i mean can i say something that someone said to me yeah of course so someone that used to work i guess at hanks he said that it's like working in a bar fight every night yeah like it's not it's not dangerous but you don't know what's going to happen like it's no holds barred the unexpected is going to happen <laughs> yeah i mean certainly yeah, I mean, so, you, yeah, you name it, it's probably happened there. I mean, we've had people come in um, off the street out of their minds and walk right behind the line when you're cooking. Uh, we've had somebody come in and strip. Um, we've you, you name it, man, it's happened. Okay, what, what happened with the strip story? Well, to be honest with you, that was back a few years ago, and we didn't really know. So it was a newer employee, and I was at one end, he was at the other end, and... We, I, he didn't realize she didn't work there, um, so he let her come back, and then she got back, and then it started happening. I mean, obviously, we stopped it, and she went on her way, had a nice night. Okay. Whatever, hopefully. And that was, that was in, like, the back area? Yeah, that was where we were cooking. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, right, yeah, right between, between us where we were cooking, yeah. yeah. So you, you name it, it's probably happened in Hanks. So how did you describe Hanks? Hanks is literally the definition of a hole in the wall, you know? I mean, maybe... Um, <laughs> What we do isn't necessarily hole in the wall like, or hopefully, maybe it is too. It depends what day it is, I guess. But it, it is the definition of that. I mean, when we opened it up, um, it was going to be just a sandwich shop 
which now ironically it is again. Um, yeah, funny with, how with things COVID, go, go around full circle, in circle. But but yeah, it's been through the gamut. Um, you know, so yeah, it, it's it it is not a space that should be doing what it does. So yeah, bar fight properly. Well, if you look at the kitchen space over there, like the the fact that you can make any of that food on that little, it's not really a proper kitchen, right? right. I mean, I'm not a chef, but every everybody that I talked to that's gone in there looked at what you guys are making food with. They're like, this makes no sense. How are they doing what they're doing with with what they have there? Well, we tried to maximize what little space there was to begin with and uh, yeah. wanted to be open for dinner, making dinners. And that was all the space could allow. Yeah. I mean, heat and knives, right? That's all it is, is heat and knives. And there's heat and there's knives. So that's fine. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not that bad. I mean, it's a small spot. It doesn't have that many customers at any one point in time either. So it lets you be creative and do a lot of really cool stuff. Okay. Um, but it's, it's not as crazy as I think everybody thinks it is. It's, uh, you know. I mean, there's nicer kitchens, of course, um, but, you know, it, it does the job fine. Well, it just seems like it's so limited that, yeah, you're just, you're cranking out this insane stuff that it just, to me, it doesn't make sense. And I'm not a chef, but the, what you guys do, like, I know there's so much that I don't know with cooking. And I, I just, like, you guys are in some other stratosphere that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like an ant and you're like a human or something. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, you're, you're just, uh, yeah. You're just heating just things up, you know, help <laughs> making them taste good. I don't good. want to kiss your ass too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I mean, I'm a fanboy, you guys. Well, we, 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 we appreciate it, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's fun, man. It's what we like to do, and um, and that space is fun for us too. I mean, it is constantly challenging for sure. Yeah, uh, you know, you're always limited on space. It's always do you have a fight, much. But do you have much space that like you can't see, like storage somewhere or something? Oh, there's no space you can't see. There's nothing that's <laughs> everything <laughs> is out in the open pretty much. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, We're yeah, not yeah, trying to hide. Yeah, no, you, you've seen the whole restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Okay, no. that makes it even crazier for me. I figured you'd have something somewhere like a an area or something. No, storage. No. 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 Oh wow. No. Unfortunately, that's all. That's all there is. That's insane. Um, Less square footage, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. You you pay per square foot nowadays. So, <laughs> so if we if we go back uh, and sort of look at the or did you have something? Well, I was going to add that sort of out of what Hanks was trying to create in a food dinner experience no nowhere was trying to go a little bit further um take what we'd learned in that space and maybe try to apply it into a dining room to see what that might look like and if people wanted to not come in for a burger and a pint but to sort of sit down with a the larger meal experience in in a coursed out fashion that's just fun to to dine um we wanted to experiment with that. And so that's sort of where nowhere is sitting these days. Yeah. I, I see like, like for me, nowhere is more like a more in the line of like a traditional restaurant. Whereas Hank's is kind of, yeah, it's like crazy town. Who knows? <laughs> Here, here's some crazy stuff that we made and, and here you go. Right. Yeah. 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 More or less. Um, yeah. I mean, well, well, nowhere is a lot of tasting menus, right? So, I mean, it's more choreographed and the courses have to make sense together and everything else. Hanks will just kind of take whatever's going on and whatever's cool and whatever we can find and we'll just throw it at people. And it might make sense to them and it might not make sense to them. And that's totally fine. Um, so even when we're doing tasting menus over there, we're not trying to necessarily pair courses up to make sense. Yeah. We're just trying to give you awesome stuff to eat and just course after course of awesome stuff to eat, basically not focusing on portion sizing, not focusing on, you know, if this bite's going to overwhelm that, but I don't care. Uh, there, we're just giving you cool stuff. At Nowhere, we do take those things into consideration a little more and try to make more of a dining experience. 
whether we succeed or not, who knows, but that's, that's the goal, you know, right. And the difference between the two, I suppose. So one thing that you guys did at some point with Hanks, and I, I forget how long you did this for, but you could go in and order the whole menu. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was a horrible idea. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah so people did do that. I was talking um, to a guy and I think he said it was like the first night you did this. Yeah. And he went in and him and his buddy ordered the whole menu. Right. And, and someone, he said, somebody said to the other, like you and Andrew, I'm not sure. Right. And I wasn't there. So I don't know if this was said, but they're like, they just ordered the menu. And then the other person was like, fuck. Because you didn't yeah, think so it that would actually... have been me, probably. Because um, like, I would have been cooking it back then when we first started it. And yeah, that would have been the response for sure. Because the thing is, like, we didn't really portion down anything. So when we said the whole menu, that meant you were getting the entire menu. So that's a, that's a four-hour dining experience, probably, at least. If you survive. <laughs> the value was, like, insane, too. Wasn't it, like, 150 bucks or something? Yeah, I can't even remember, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't there to maximize profit. We'll put it that way. Uh, it was there to have fun, and so people could come in and have fun, um, and it did do that. But we turned that into the feast series eventually because it was actually just plain ridiculous. Because like, I mean, our average menus were anywhere from sixteen to twenty five items, and we didn't change how many things you got when it was the whole menu. It was the whole menu. We said this whole menu was the whole goddamn menu. So, so 16 items. And sometimes it was 25. It just depends what night it was, right? Oh my God. Um, so you <laughs> would be, you, well, that's what I mean. And, and not scale down, right? So, you know, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. And a lot of people did it and a lot of people survived. So that was cool. But yeah, we changed that into our feast series where, you know, that was more something where we picked whatever cool ingredient or whatever we were getting in at the time and focused on that so it might be if we got a whole wagyu cow and we would do a wagyu feast if it was seafood it was seafood whatever um and then that was six seven courses but large feast courses meant to be you know overwhelming essentially and, and that was more recently like the feast series right that was, yeah, sort that of was what a year ago yeah a year ago uh, and we might bring that back now that'd be the only way we could open hanks up so we've tossed that idea around we're not there yet but because those things like those sold out have. very quickly Oh, yeah. you're doing them. Yeah, yeah. No, we've been fortunate on stuff like that. Um, everyone's yeah. supported us always when we do weird and dumb, dumb shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no, we thank you, everyone. <laughs> so, if we look at the history sort of of Hanks, did Hanks start in Tofino? Well, okay. So, kind of. Uh, you clue it. Okay, um, you clue it. You yeah. clue it. But, yeah, so we opened up Hanks there. Um me and Frank, so totally different guy. Uh, me and Frank opened up there. Then we opened up here eight months later. Uh, the two of us came down and opened up here eight months later, and we ran them both for four years um, like that in conjunction, at which point me and Frank split them off. Okay. And so is Frank's, is there, or sorry, Hanks, is there still one in? It's actually that? called Frank's now. So, you, so the, the, oh, mis, is. the misspoke is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Frank's and it's still there. Um, it, it's different than what we were doing at the time, but it's yeah, super cool. It's still there, uh, whenever, same spot. Whenever I mention Hanks, People are like, oh, the barbecue place. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, yeah, so yeah. that was, that was dumb. That was, that was a huge mistake. Um, so we were never a barbecue place, but when we came to Victoria and we weren't called barbecue and you clue it, but when we came to Victoria, it was like, you can't just put up a sign and say your restaurant, you have to say what type of restaurant. We were like, okay, well, I guess we can do that if that's what everybody wants. Cause we already had a super, well, what we thought was a super cool restaurant in you clue it. So we were planning on spending most of our time there and literally just running kind of a sandwich shop here. 
we'd done barbecue competitions for years. So we're like, all right, well, if we got to put something on it, let's put barbecue. And then we're like, well, we're not going to do barbecue really. So then we threw untraditional in front of the name. And yeah, so now, yeah, that, that was a shit show because then everybody who likes barbecue wanted to come in and, you know, we didn't really have that type of barbecue and yeah, we ticked a good number of people off for that, you know? <laughs> so how long was it, was it sort of in that mode? Four years. Oh, so for four years here, it was sort of in that, that Yeah, bank. totally, totally. And we renovated, so it didn't quite look like it looks now. Uh, as bad as it looks now, it looked even worse before that. So believe it or not. And what's, what's your history with food, with you two? How do, I, how do you, go ahead, Devin. <laughs> I, I don't have a history with food other than eating it. Okay, so you're like me. Yeah, that's beauty. a history. <laughs> you, you've eaten for years. I've eaten for years. It keeps, keeps me going. Um, I like to go out and eat. So okay. then I found myself in a unique position of being able to create unique dining experiences for people. And I thought that would be fun. Yeah, he, right. he understands that, but he's a very observant guy. So, I mean, he, he, he goes out to eat for a living. It's, it's, a, it's a good life he has, but, <laughs> but he does it well. Um, well, then yeah. where's, dude, where's your Instagram account? Like, it, we're not great at the social media thing. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, would, I would not say that. Well, we force <laughs> ourselves to do it for the restaurant, but we're still not good at it. We, we, so one, one of my favorite things on Instagram used to be at the top of Hank's at the, the profile, the little motto or whatever you can put at the top. And there always used to be something like crazy up there. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. used to check like my favorite one, I think, was when it said money before people. <laughs> and I, when I saw that, I started laughing so hard. Well, that's that, actually from a TV show. That's from Better Off Ted. Um, that's a great TV show. You should watch that show. Okay. It got canceled after two years, but it shouldn't have. It's wonderful. But like when, when, I, when I read that and saw it, like it made me so happy. I was like, that's so crazy. I yeah. loved it. So I used to actually check the account just to see that. No, that's awesome. At least something worked. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that stands out in my mind. Cool. Because I don't, <laughs> you're not doing that now, right? Or do you still I do I don't it? even know. I'd have to look. I don't know what it says. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is awful. But once we kind of got busy enough, we kind of stopped updating as we should have. Um, so we'll, we'll try to get back at it and pay more attention to it. But yeah. 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 And then like, you'd it's have, not our strength nowadays. <laughs> but you'd have like the photo of someone like drinking a beer and you're just like, so-and-so is enjoying his night or whatever. Like yeah. these random shots. I love it. Well, there was a time. So our, our strategy for Hanks was just to inundate people with photos if they were good or not. So we decided we were going to put up 10 things every single day, regardless of quality. I love it. Um, and yeah, we don't, we don't do that now, but it was fun for a while. We did that for quite a while, though. If you look, I think we have like 8 million posts or something like that. I think 5,000 anyways. <laughs> so more, more posts There's than followers for sure. Quite the history there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so your history with food, how does that, how do you go back with being a chef and all that? Well, um, yeah, I mean, not much different than Devin, to be honest. We don't have the the history that everybody else has in this industry. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just opened a restaurant one day um, and uh, <laughs> basically in a coffee shop at nighttime. I took over their coffee shop at nighttime and uh, it went well. Uh, we had good reception to it, um, but it was like 10 seats or something. Um, and within six months of that, we opened up Hanks and Euclid and now we're here. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't work in restaurants, any of us. Really? Yeah. That seems so insane to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay. With sourcing ingredients. Didn't know that, huh? Eh? No, <laughs> that makes no sense because yeah. like the sourcing that you guys are doing. Right. How does, how does that whole thing work? Because that must be like a full-time job in itself. Yeah. Well, well I mean, a so bit. it's ongoing for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we came at it from a different angle, right? I mean, we, we, we came into this industry at a different angle than a lot of folks come at the industry from. I mean, we came in it because we're passionate about food and it's what we wanted to do. Um, we had good careers before um, and we gave them up because we really wanted to do this. So that's why things like the sourcing and stuff. So is it a full-time job? We have no idea. We don't know how long it takes. It's just what we like to do. I mean, we like to talk to people who make food, who provide food, who grow food. And we want to get the best stuff we can get our hands on, both to give people, but honestly, just so we can eat it. Um, and we do. Like, we take everything home and we have a great time with it. <laughs> you oh, know? I was going to ask, mean, so, what, do you, what do you guys eat on your spare time? So, but Like, crazy shit, man. I mean, like, just whatever we have is what we eat. I mean, so, you know, um, that's why we did this. It's why we do it. But our background's not food. I mean, I was working and then started doing barbecue competitions for, I don't even know, two years maybe. Two, three years, year and I don't know. Yeah, two or three years, started doing barbecue competitions. So went to one, lost, got my ass kicked, got really upset about it because I don't know why, just competitive, I guess. Shouldn't have won. There's no reason I should have thought I would. But anyways, then I wanted to. So then we just went every weekend. Like, so I'd finish my job, get in the truck, drive like with all the equipment and go wherever the hell the barbecue competition was. And where was this? We were living in Euclid, so I was driving like across down to the states and whatever else just to do. Oh, these really? Things. Yeah, yeah, just whatever we had to do, right? <laughs> Until we could start to win. So then we won a couple, and then we quit. Um. <laughs> you're like, you're like, the game's over. I've, yeah. I've now won the game. Well, it's not, it's not necessarily winning the game. These are people that are a lot more successful than us. But that was we just wanted to know that we could for ourselves, basically. Yeah, or I did. I guess there was no we at that point. That was yeah. You would have stopped that nonsense. I don't know. I, I like a good road trip. It's true. There was a lot of them, though. It's, every, it's like, oh, we're going to drive to San Francisco in a few yeah, hours. Well, yeah, okay, where's the farthest go. you went for a competition? To, uh, Texas. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah, we, we really? went everywhere, man. Yeah. And did you did you road trip down to Texas? Yeah, well, everything was a road trip because I was still working. So it was just like you just get in the truck and go and then like unload and you cook all night because you don't go to bed, really. So you just sit there and cook all night and then you present everything in the morning, then pack it all up and drive home. That's crazy. You don't even need it because, like, you feel like you're going to die, right? So, like, you know, <laughs> it's just like, all right. <laughs> but what what is a tech or what is a barbecue competition like down in the U.S.? I can imagine it must be like a whole. It's almost the, like a religion, they're right? Same, they're the same as here, man. There's really passionate people here that do them too. Um, I mean, they're probably not going to have much this year, but like the Canadian Championships in Whistler, there's always over a hundred teams there. Um, okay. You should definitely go. It's actually super cool. Uh, well, they'll go to the ones in Canada. You can't sample at all of them, so make sure it's one you can sample at because then you can really you know, taste some really cool stuff, but no, it's crazy passionate people, man. And it's all the same people everywhere. Um, whether, you know, Pacific Northwest barbecue is a thing. So barbecue association. So that's a big one. Um, so everybody's the same there, but then when you get into the further States, you get into the Kansas city barbecue association and stuff. I'm out of date though. I haven't done this stuff in eight sure. years. So, I mean, these, these terms could have changed, but that's what was happening back then. Um, and I'm sure it's pretty similar, but super passionate people who just love what they do and they cook the same things every day, you know, so they're very good at it. So that, that was, that was never something I was great at. So, yeah. And so that's where, sort of where the untraditional barbecue came from. Right. Right. Cause we, yeah, we didn't really, um, want to make the same stuff like that all the time so we didn't really do barbecue in that sense but we did for the competitions we would go because you know that's what we were doing but when we came home we experimented with different stuff so because right now at hanks you do have some barbecue on the menu don't you uh we did last week i don't think we're going to this week okay as much. Um, yeah but yeah it, it's hanks right now is just i mean it's takeout only um because of the covid stuff so yeah, I mean, we're all over the place trying to figure out what, what everybody wants and doesn't want and that kind of thing. So we just keep changing it up. It seems the more we change, the more people want it. So, <laughs> so that's, well, what we're, that's what we'll do, I guess. <laughs> you can literally eat there every day and get like a couple of things and you're just never going to repeat yourself. 
Yeah, although I wouldn't mind if people did. Of course. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. But no, yeah, everybody yeah. should be going there every day. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. you guys, like, uh, Jason from The Hive was in, and he, yeah. he got a burger or something, then you gave him this cheese whiz or whatever you called it. Yeah, it's cheese whiz, man. It's, no. you, you know this what cheese, cheese whiz, whiz is. <laughs> yeah, this is not cheese whiz. He, he gave me a bit of it, and, like, like there's a, I would assume there's a whole bunch of different cheeses in that thing. It no, there's be, one. There's, there's only one. one? Yeah, there's one. We got to keep it true to like the cheese whiz formula. You oh, wow. You can't mess with that. Because it was, it, it felt. deviate from the formula. <laughs> I wish I knew what that was now. <laughs> but it, it felt like it was going to be like this huge thing, like where it ramped up really quickly, but it didn't go to some insane level. I feel like you could take that stuff and add it to anything. Yeah, that's the other day with it, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we use it, even in the restaurants, in both restaurants, we use it a ton. Um the reason we make it isn't as a cheese spread, but I mean, it works, of course, as a cheese spread. And that's what, I mean, if you take it home, that's what's going to make sense. But in the restaurants, it's it's a very, it turns any cheese meltable, basically. So, you know, into a liquid form. So even your most potent cheeses, essentially. Um, so we use it to finish tons and tons of stuff. And Can people buy that? Point. Yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. So we, do have, we do have it up there right now, don't we? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. The grocery section of uh, Hank's there. Yeah. What yeah. else is in the grocery section? Devin? Oh, well, it changes. <laughs> You'd have to go and take a look. But Every, there examples, are examples. Like the pastrami, bacon, some preserved things that we've been playing around with. Yeah. Um, so, but it's yeah, all stuff you're doing. I'm thinking. Okay. So, it's, it's, so it's yeah, all, all the all cured things. meats. Um, so, we got pancetta, guanciale, duck prosciutto from those Magray breasts, right? Yeah. Right. So, we got the Magray breasts. We have a couple of prosciuttos going. They're not ready yet. So we just started curing during COVID. We brought in a fridge that's like slammed into the back door of Hank's basically. So you haven't seen that yet. But if you walked in now, there's even less space because we have a dry aging fridge there and a curing fridge there. So that's a lot of what we're selling. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's a couple jams. Like when we, right. we like to bring tons of stuff from the farms right now. So anything that we don't use during the week, we automatically preserve. Then that goes up there. How many different farms do you guys work with? Just vegetables or... You name it, it's anything. Oh, what, what's your number? Like, I don't know. I like that answer, that initial one. Like, yeah. oh my God, I can't. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea. Lots. <laughs> lots and lots. So the, um, Yeah, I couldn't even guess, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, we're starting to compile a list because people are interested. And I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to, to see it all printed out. But there's a lot There's a lot of people we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, I mean, vegetable-wise, um, right now, Fierce Love and Square Root at this part of the season are, are my go-tos for sure. Um, you know, um, meat though, um, Hillcrest farms, we've got a really cool thing going with them up in Comox. So basically we've experimented with different feeding patterns and stuff and it's all free range animals, which is super cool. Um, super small farm. He's got like a couple acres up there. Um, and all the animals just get to run around. It's super fun. So we have him doing tons of stuff for us. So, I mean, those are going to be our three big ones right now, but the actual number is going to be uh, probably 70. Oh, wow. Be a guess. Um, I just so like for me, I just don't understand. Still going back to like just the sourcing in general. I, so like, there's those I think pigs from Montreal that are fed like Swiss oh, milk, pork. yeah, yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. like that's all they get or something. And like so, like how do you find that? Okay, so that was actually um, two rivers uh, is a wonderful supplier of ours. Um, we don't get to use them as much anymore because we do a lot more hyper local, I guess. But they had brought them in as an experiment for, I want to say, like the Chateau Whistler or something like that. And we piggyback off that to try it. And when we started looking into it, I mean, yeah, they're a super cool farm. I mean, they actually eat all, meet all the ethical boundaries and everything else we're looking for. And, yeah, I mean, it's a crazy product that you're never going to see. So. And so what does that do to the, to the like, the um, 
the protein when you have it versus just like it's sort of a normal pig? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, normally what we're looking for is fat marbling and things like that, but not in this situation. It's actually the totally opposite. So this, these are crazy lean pigs, um, but they're just super rich, super, super rich and delicate and, you know, crazy flavorful. The skin is very thin. So you can get it really, really crispy without having that fatty chew underneath that, you know, sometimes you get if you're going to eat like any rind or any kind of product like that. It doesn't have any of that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just super, super cool. Uh, we're just starting curing some this week, actually, because um, we haven't cured any as of yet. So that'll be an interesting thing. Is to that find all out the pork happens. that you guys get in, the, in like nowhere here? Is that all from those pigs? No, 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 get no, some... no, 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 no. Because Hillcrest, we got tons of stuff growing for ourselves up there. Um, okay. So we basically sit down with our farmers on a year-to-year basis and plan out the entire year. Um, so when I say that, I mean literally week to week. So we know what's coming in. So we basically only do whole animals um, at both restaurants. Literally, that's planned out an entire year in advance. We know what's going to come in what week, and then we supplement that accordingly with things like the gas bore stuff and things like that from from Quebec. But ninety nine percent of what we actually use is going to be from Vancouver Island. That's incredible. Yeah. And so you're like right now you're already planning for like next year. Yeah. Well, no, because of well, I COVID. Guess. Yeah. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Changed. I mean, I don't even know what's going to happen next week. But sure. Yeah, we're just trying to live up to our commitments for this year now because <laughs> obviously our volumes are different, but. Yeah. yeah you know and so as far as like ethics go when you're looking at places so do you, you have a whole criteria that you sort of the place has to meet that before you're gonna do work with them yeah 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 always yeah yeah i think most people do though yeah i, I would like to think so i hope so yeah yeah <laughs> well you'd hope with, so right in everything yeah with everything with of every course. part of your business yeah and when you get these um like those pigs for example can you taste all the nuanced differences like is is there to do with the taste no no, I mean, with the feed and stuff, like whether it's fed apples or acorns or whatever else, no. But you can taste the quality difference depending on the quality of what they're what they're being fed. So, I mean, people are going to say, I eat the pork and it tastes like apples. I mean, sure. I mean, I don't know. I can't. Can you? I can't be that specific with it either. I know people are going to say they can. They'll watch this and say they can and everything else. I, I kind of call bullshit. I would like them to try, but you never know. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone. But you can taste a quality difference. So when they're being fed things like apples and foraged fruits and, you know, grass in the case of cows and stuff like that, I mean, the flavor is completely different than what you're used to. Um, but whether or not you can pick what they're actually eating out, I don't know. And you guys work with foragers as well. Yeah. And so how many different foragers do you guys work with? Dozen? No, maybe not. Six? Six. Let's say six. Yeah, sure. Half a dozen. Yeah, six to six to nine that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. for anybody watching, there's actually somebody that just started something outside here. So there might be some audio inter- interesting things going on for the rest of this. Oh, I, I wonder guess. if he's decided to pressure wash today. That'd be interesting. We're trying not to bomb this interview. We got noise coming, so no one can hear us. That's all. All right. It's, yeah, that, it's that's gonna it. go better this way. All right. No one can make fun of us. They can't, if they can't hear us, they can't make fun of us. Yeah. <laughs> so if if we look at sort of with COVID happening and the changes that you guys have had to make, like you said, uh, Hanks now is it's takeout only yeah and you can go on online and you can look at the menu and sort of order ahead Mm. or um i love what you guys have done in nowhere here with sort of these these full almost floor to ceiling walls that you've really really because there's only is there five six booths here five yeah yeah. okay yeah and the fact that now you've done this gone over and above in my opinion because it's set up so so nice well i mean so when we when everything happened i mean we started planning Right away. I mean, we closed down before they made us because um, we 
I mean, it's some serious shit, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> like things that things of are course. not good right now. So we got to take it pretty seriously, but we wanted to also what, what Devin brought to the table. I mean, he, you should talk about this, not me, but you wanted to provide a dining experience that wasn't just sterile afterwards. So we shut down immediately uh, about a week early and Dev started working on what you, you, you talk about this. I was just waiting for you to see where you were yeah, going with yeah, this, where yeah. you were pushing me. Um, but a part of dining out is the ambient noise in the room, the sort of like the whole pace of the whole room. And if we increase these booze, sort of walled them off in a sense, how for better or worse would that affect your dining experience? I mean, we've had a very open open room like from a quite an open room kitchen to hanks to an open dining room area over at nowhere um would these physical boundaries if you will translate into into still that nice dining experience and um it was a bit startling when we first came in and looked at them after the contractor had been in um but sitting in them like it I really it liked worked. it. It worked. I, it felt like I was almost because I sat in the middle booth here for the meal that I came in for recently, yeah. and it felt to me like I was in my own private restaurant. Yeah, so that is what happened. Um, it, it it went sort of further than I anticipated, but people really enjoyed having these sort of private kind of dining experiences. I really um, love it. Yeah, the there is still sort of ambient restaurant noise happening, so you're you're out. You know, you're out, but you've got you've got a space to yourself it's uh and and, it's and really and positive it's safe. and it's safe i mean yeah. it's it's fully cordoned off from anybody else you know when you're in right. your spot it's fully Which, cordoned off. that so. i really appreciated because right now like i'm not really cool with being inside a restaurant i, I just don't really want to eat inside no, right now no no and cases crept up again this weekend i mean we we're yeah. just we we're just talking about that before i mean you know so you but know, but eating here be careful i felt safe eating here when i came in good and this good. is this is i've only been in a couple spots but this is the only one I've come where I like I wasn't invited to something. Yeah. Because I saw what you did online. You guys and with there's there's a there used to be a bar here. That's right. But now yeah. there's actually like a wall with windows that that sort of keep the kitchen separate as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean we we're really we're really pretty strict about that six feet guideline. Um nobody should be within six feet of anybody else. So I mean yeah, we do with the renovation, we kept that in mind. And you know, it's all stuff we can change around again when this is all over, but if it lasts a couple of years, hopefully we can provide good dining experiences in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. The only thing we can't do, so nobody complain about it, please, is make the seats more comfortable because we had to take the cushions off because you can't clean them we in can't between. Clean those in between. Yeah, so seating, please, so. please, everyone, stop telling us that it's uncomfortable. We know that. <laughs> See, there's nothing we can do. That's that's you've heard this. <laughs> yes, but there's nothing we can do. So. I didn't even notice it when I was in here. I was so happy with the food that like my ass <laughs> different, probably different people. You know, maybe it hurt when I walked out. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. like I didn't care. Yeah, it's just one of those things that we can't fix, and you know, it's, it annoys us that we can't fix it. But yeah. So when you guys at Nowhere Here were named the number five best restaurant or best new restaurant in Canada last year, how did that? How did that like all come about? Did you guys have any idea <laughs> that you were in like this? This was a possibility. Well, we we paid for it, didn't we? Yeah, um, <laughs> we invested heavily yeah, yeah. Uh, in Air Canada stock. Uh, no, no, we had we had no fucking idea. Um, in fact, I mean, they well, called here one night, right? And you answered the phone. I did. Um, I mean, obviously, we're aware of Enroute Magazine and what they do. Um, 
but didn't really anticipate being involved in that at all. And then they called to say that we'd made the short list of 35. And that felt amazing. No, that's not what happened. That's, it didn't feel amazing. You came over and told me when I was cooking that night, and you're like, I think this happened. And then we both thought it was a prank. <laughs> we're like, fuck off. Like, what are you well, talking about? <laughs> and, I'm like, and both of us were going back and forth. What if it was even real? We're like, nah, this is bullshit. And then we forgot about it. <laughs> and then they called back, and it, it, it all became rather real, and then we got the... I, I still didn't believe it, though. Not that, until, that, not until that, we got the airport codes. They sent they, us codes like sent, that you put in on the website letter. for free flights. And I was like, well, fuck it. Even if it's fake, at least we're going somewhere. <laughs> we got a vacation. Yeah, because <laughs> you guys got to go to like, you made food at the ceremony or whatever, right? Or at the reception? So yeah, yeah the short list of 35. And then we did make the top 10. And if you're in the top 10, they want you to go to, to their event and present a thing at their event. Um, a food, <laughs> not just a thing. You, you go and cook for their <laughs> <Give> event. <anything. laughs> um, yeah. And it was amazing and exciting and disturbing. You get to make all the fancy people happy. They wanted <laughs> 900 portions of a thing, and we don't do 900 <laughs> portions of a thing in a month. Yeah. Um, so did you have to, obviously, you had to source whatever and bring all the stuff with you you were going to make? Yeah. So yeah, you- and the bag of vinegar from Venturi Schultz, which is great vinegar, and everybody should go buy it. But don't put it in your luggage because it blows up. And then it gets in other people's luggage, and they get very mad at you. <laughs> so then you have to run away. That's how all many, you can how do. Many people- Despite <laughs> how lovely the vinegar is, people don't want it on their clothes. Yeah, very sticky. Yeah, and smells. You ruin a lot of people's vacations. Not great. Yeah. Well, your clothes will be disinfected at least, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. There's that. So you, so you went there and you had to make 900 portions of what did you guys make for the people there? We did uh, rice. We, we did a risotto. <laughs> um, using the balsamic vinegar vinegar from Venturi Schultz. We didn't want. Uh, Basically, we wanted to choose our favorite products on the island. And and two of our favorite suppliers are Natural Pastures Cheese out of Comox um, and Venturi Schultz for both wine and their balsamic vinegar. Uh, they do crazy awesome stuff. So what we did, we made a risotto, a little bit of aged rice. Um, we bring in some aged rice from Aquarello. So we cooked that. We made a broth out of nothing but the aged farmhouse cheese from Comox. So just water and cheese basically overnight. And then we cooked the risotto inside of that. Then we made a sauce similar to your cheese whiz. Uh, and put that on top of it and then a little cracker made out of the same cheese so the cheese is in there three times and then we just top it with a little bit of that balsamic and then it's kind of like a two bite thing for people to walk around at the at the nice cocktail party and what was the reception on that when they when people, people had it people hated it, it was, they're very mad at us no i'm just kidding it was, it was good it was good <laughs> well i mean last year when you look at brewery and the beast when i was they invited uh mike and i to go into this thing and we went and we're in the little vip area and then we see you guys, like, because you were, you were, I think, the closest booth to the VIP area. Um, and you guys, like, just just cranking away, making stuff. And we're like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> we're, we were making pasta. <laughs> As you do at the barbecue do. event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you guys, you guys are making, like, it was ravioli, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're making the pasta, like, yeah, in the booth, on the spot, right there. And I don't remember what kind it was, but... Maybe it was I, some kind of duck thing. It was a duck thing. Yeah, it was a bunch of duck going on there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it just it blew my mind. I looked over. I'm, I'm like, that would make sense that it's you guys doing it because who else is going to be that crazy to be doing that in a, at an event like that? And I loved it. Well, I mean, if you're going to go, <laughs> you might as well go. <laughs> I agree, 100. percent I mean, to be clear, at the on route event, there was no kitchen. Oh, 
So that was just a, you know, um, I, I could send you a picture. It's very good. I, I took their induction burner that they gave me and it didn't, there was no plug-in. So I went and put it by the elevator. And this is a, a large office building in Toronto. And I moved my table between the two elevators and plugged my induction burners in and made everything there while all the office people had to go around me. Because <laughs> you're supposed to just bring something like ready and cold, but like we, we didn't want to do that. So, <laughs> we, so you guys made it work. We go yeah. and we yeah. click it. Uh, well, we knew there'd be electricity somewhere. <laughs> and there you are by the elevator. It was a little tense, but not that tense. Because at the end of the day, we figured we would just like eat everybody else's food if we didn't have any. And we would just forfeit and say, well, 10th is fine. I mean, what's the difference? Right. Yeah. You know, but you and we would just it. have a good time. But, but it worked out and we did actually feed people. But, so know. people must have been happy then. You guys had something warm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. No, it, 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 went, it went, went good. Really well. good. Yeah. 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 Um, and so do you guys find out there that you get fifth place or when does that all work? Yeah, it's all about the drama. So they call you up to a stage and then they flash each restaurant on the screen and then you stand there and you clap for everybody and yourself and get excited. That's awesome. And then you go home to bed. Yeah. So just the next day, then you just jet out. Well, I guess you, you guys must have drove or no. No, you no. So we, uh, we, uh, we flew to New York City at four in the morning. So the event ended at one and then we went to the airport and flew to New York City. Oh, yeah. And then did you guys just make like a staff trip out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I've noticed that in the past, you guys have done that as sort of a, a group, like the staff of Hanks. We try to, the, we try to each year go on a vacation. Yeah. With everybody. And how many of those then have you done? Uh, three or four. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's purely just to go to somewhere and like four. experience yeah, food that like you would never get here in Victoria. A, a little bit. I mean, it's about, it is about dining out. It's about eating. Um, sometimes we'll be looking for a little bit of a theme or and that can be based off of what a particular city might be known for um but also yeah just to help showing with different dining experiences um to inspire people or um yeah. because if you're yeah, cooking but, food yeah. all the time you don't always get to eat it in the same context and uh so yeah, just to sort of share. Well, especially thing. with people in the kitchen. I mean, uh, showing different dining experiences, you know, because we don't have servers really. I mean, Dev's the experienced guy. Keith has been doing it now for a year, maybe. Couple maybe years, not I'd even. Say. I don't think so. How long between has we been here? Two yeah. years. Two years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, we don't have like a, a serving team per se. So I mean, that lets them see the other side of things as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, we stack restaurants, and I mean. I think we did 30 restaurants in a couple days in New York. What? Basically in three days. Yeah, like we were in so, I mean, you get, to, had, you get to experience everything, but you will almost die as well. But, yeah. I, I did dine around here, like, last... Not wasn't... It was last year in January. Mm -hmm. And they had us... I think, you know, the dine around menus where you get, like, three full courses? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I did six of those in three days. Yeah. Like, six full dinners. And it was like, <sighs> that was enough so i can't imagine doing what you guys did did you have like an itinerary like of course yes yeah, absolutely it's time sensitive uh, <laughs> yeah, 100%. uh yeah no but i'll be joking aside yeah i mean everything's reservations right um and then you run the gamut of anything from like your corner pizza shop to your michelin three-star restaurant and you know so whether it's a slice of pizza or a 20 course tasting menu but yeah, we try to do about 10 a day um, that's crazy do you do you guys have a meal like in your lifetime that sort of stands out above all others no no um i have favorites in particular like a but, top but, three but nothing nothing it's fluid nothing changes yeah. like it's a, like what's one as, of, what's the top three 
Now I put you on the spot. Well, McDonald's but and been, W Burger King. There have been meals that stand out, but then then I keep going out to dinner and things keep changing and evolving. Um, there was um, pizza at a natural wine bar in New York City, and we we're just there in the mid afternoon, and this little this little pizza shop, and it was just one of the most amazing pieces of pizza I've had. But just sort of given the whole context and the space and the the thing, it's. I try to take in everything, like yeah. it, um, and not to be overly judgmental. I'm just really particular. Uh. <laughs> so I mean, when you when you do look at sort of these memorable okay, well, experiences, I got a question. Okay, what about Californios? That's got to be in the top three in San oh, Francisco. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. yeah. And then that guy in Turkey who's just grilling that shit in that um, smoky room. In the smoky like room, actually, totally, yeah, exactly. Valid. Okay, right? all right. Those are the two I remember. So. Okay. 11 Madison Park the first time, not the second time. Though. Right. So that, that was, I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, like when you look at those memorable, memorable experiences, cause I have three and I would say that meal I had at nowhere recently, that's in my top three of all time. Thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah. My other two, one was in Seattle and one was in Japan, but it's, it's almost like the food has to be amazing for me, but it's also something about the whole experience. Yeah. Kind of like you were saying, yeah. yeah, it's like, there's something memorable and special about, um, about it because like the food we had here was insane and and it was like the first meal i'd had out in three months yeah so i yeah. think that that probably added to it circumstance yeah but it's it, it how much of it do you think is sort of the like the food itself but then how much of it is sort of that other portion as well i think it's different for everybody i mean yeah. me and Devin are gonna give very different answers here you go ahead <laughs> no and i mean it um yeah that's gonna that's gonna vary um i I'm going to pay attention to things that Clark isn't going to and sort of vice versa. Um, and I can't, like, it's not always like a sort of a top 10 list of criteria that I have in my head that I sort of have to run and break down. It like, yeah, it's for me, it's food, food and booze. I don't really care where you sit me. Um, I can make I can make my own fun in my head. I think we'll go a little crazy, you know. Just give me give me some good food and booze, and away I go. Food is going to be important. I mean, that's what we're there for, and it, yeah. So and company, who you're with. I mean, who you're with to me is very important as well, of course. But the actual atmosphere of the restaurant, I know it's crazy important. Of course, we've been doing this for ten years or whatever. Um, you know, and it's one of the most important things. And we've spent so much time talking about it and trying to adjust it and make people happy and everything from music levels throughout the night and everything. But for me personally, yeah, food, drinks, people. And the drink, the, the cocktail program at the restaurants here, who is, or I guess at Nowhere right now, who's who's in charge of doing that? Collaboration. Okay. So that changes all the time. I mean, when we reopened after, so before COVID, um, Keith was doing a lot of stuff. I was kind of helping him with that. Um, after we came back, Rylan actually took over the whole program. So the chef at Hanks, he spent a ton of time while we were off and researched and came back with crazy awesome cocktails and learned a lot of stuff. Um, infused a bunch of things and yeah, it was really cool shit. Um, so he did that. But then as he got a little busier with Hanks, he's pulled back a little bit more. So it's more of a collaboration now, but he's still looking at stuff and. Yeah, he's going to jump back into it too. So, yeah, it always changes basically. What's the total amount of people working between the two restaurants? How many people do you guys have on staff? 86. A good solid answer. Very quick. <laughs> no, what do we have? Six people? Four. 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 Not even six. There you go. Four That's people. That's it. 
I should know that probably. Oh, six with us. Well, there's six with us. Right? Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm like, you just, yeah. you're just, I'm like, there's six people here. I'm sure there is. There yeah. is. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that that's again, this blows my mind, especially that you guys have two restaurants and you're doing it with like six people, but also the 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 level of what you guys are doing with yeah, just but six people. But that's the thing. So we've went with less people, so we can have a very tight team and people who work well together, and it doesn't change. I mean, we've had these people with us forever. Everybody, you know, um, and that's on purpose and by design and. We try to treat them well and they treat us awesome. Um, but that's what the four days open does. Cause like you just missed Rylan when you were here. I mean, he's been here working all day um, and he'll be back tomorrow and Laurel will be in all day tomorrow. And, you know, everybody's always working. Keith said a wine tasting the other day. Like, so everybody kind of works almost every day on their own time. Like we, we do nothing worth setting forth, but you know, it's what they want to do. So that's why we only do four days. So we can keep that team and people can kind of come in and out and do things as they want to do them, but keep them super tight. And yeah. still not not exhausted, but engaged, you know, as much as possible. And that must be sort of like liberating for everyone just to sort of have that freedom. I hope so, but I don't All know. across the board. <laughs> it, it has been working well so far, like, you know, so. I mean, yeah, and, we'll and keep it going. they must be super dedicated. I mean, they have to be as dedicated almost like as you guys are. You know, our staff is amazing. Like, I mean, and that's not just saying that. I mean, because there's four people. Um, if, if it wasn't for them every day, you'd have nothing on your table. I mean, literally nothing. Yeah, I mean, I have crazy, stupid ideas and throw things at them and spur of the moment. We change things hell out of nowhere during the taste menus. I'll change them during the night. Like, really? They're going, yeah, so you got to be very fluid and very open. Hence <laughs> you your, your bar fight uh, analogy yeah, from a yeah, while okay. back where, where things, yeah. things can change at a moment's notice. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll just come up and whisper behind them and be like, okay, we're going to change. I didn't like that. <laughs> and it's ridiculous, but, you know... Um, yeah, so no, we have amazing, amazing people, and they've stuck with us through a lot of stuff, and now through this too. So, yeah. I mean, it's amazing that, like, when we were here for that meal, and we all had our courses. Because no, is nowhere is it strictly the tasting menu right now? Yes, it is. Right, that's all we're offering, yeah. and it varies between seven to ten courses. So far, it's only been ten, but that's what we're saying in case I screw something up during the day. Okay, <laughs> you never know. Then well, I'll like, make something else bigger, and then it'll be fine. We we were we were eating there, and then we finished, and then you walk by the table, and you're like, "You guys still hungry?" And, well, uh, I don't want you to leave hungry. That would be upsetting. There's nothing worse than going to a tasting menu and leaving hungry. That would be I, very I agree, 100%. And people do that, and that's horrible. I don't like mm. that at all. So, and then uh, you, you did sort of a mic drop when you walked past the table again, and you had the Wagyu ribs. Yeah, you ate my dinner. I know, and then you you're like, dinner. "That's very mean of you." I mean, this was my dinner, but here, and then you're like, "Mic dropping," you walked away, and like our collective heads blew out of our. Head. Well, you came at a very good time. So we had that wagyu cow. So it's from Subtilia um, in Princeton, BC. So it's 100 percent full blooded wagyu, which is super rare in Canada, um, and they take three years to age. So these are not young cows. Um, crazy special you have we have to bring them in whole so you had come in on the day we'd had it hung hanging for about a month and then it had just shown up um and we butchered it down and we just threw in a rack of ribs just to give them a try so you guys were hungry so you had to have more food yeah you although you, you didn't really say you were hungry i guess you guys were full but no but but you you wrecked I, I ribs felt like for you me. should try i felt like you should try some wagyu beef ribs because yeah they're pretty special and they're never going to be on the menu because when you're bringing in a whole animal you, you don't have enough ribs to <laughs> to put something like that on the menu so that's of kind of a one-off try no, thank you very much. But that literally, like, ribs are done for me now. I just, I, I can't compete with that. Is there, I feel like that's like a challenge now. <laughs> like, we have to do something better. All right, yes. Is there anything that stands out as, like, the craziest thing you guys have ever done? Cow udder. Really? Yeah, it was horrible. Didn't work well. We turned it into bacon. Yeah, not a good ingredient. No, no, shouldn't cook with it, but we tried. See, like, the weirdest thing I've ever had is lungs. But I don't they know. can be good though, like a little I bit think, of haggis, you know, like worked into there. You get enough like oatmeal in it, it's 
good. It might have been the way it was cooked because, like Mo said, that it wasn't even he agreed. He's like, this is not the way it really should have been done. But um, he had he had butchered a, a, a lamb. Yeah. And so he was letting me try all the different pieces of the lamb. And he gave me this one thing. And he's like, you didn't want to tell me what it was. He's like, here, you have this. And it turned out to be the testicles. Yeah. And and surprisingly, that that was the best tasting part out of everything you tried. Everything, yeah. yeah. Which is which was mind blowing. Um, but yeah, it's amazing what people can do. Like if you guys know what you're doing, the things that you can do with with different things. Like if you give me like vegetables, like the tops, I just get rid of. And then people are like, yeah. why aren't you boiling that and using it for a stock or something? You know what I mean? Like it's it's tough at home though. I mean, it's it's super tough at home. I mean. You know, there's only so much time and you got to eat and then you got to go back to work and whatever else. We get to do it all day. So it's a lot easier here. Um, but but yeah, do you want to do it at home though? Like after spending all the, all the time here? Oh yeah. Yeah, we do. I mean, but, with that, but I, I don't think everyone should. With, with <laughs> and stuff. But it's also why we're just open for dinner so that we can yeah. do the day with all of those. No, we're open for things. lunch now, remember? Right, Hanks. Things have went. Things have went bad. We're open for lunch. Things have went bad. The the lunches. Yes, exactly. We're open for lunch. People come for lunch, please. Um, You could order lunch right now. You know you're going to have to eat lunch. I love. I love talk. (laughs) Talk. Yeah, talk's been good for us for sure. We've been on talk for a couple of years. I love it. The way that it's structured, where you just choose your guests, choose the time. Yeah. Do everything right there. It's very easy. Yeah, I'm glad it's I catching it. on here in Canada. It wasn't when we started with it. There was only, I think, one other restaurant in the country on it. So it was, it was a bit of an uphill battle for a bit. But now with COVID, they really flipped over to a takeout experience. And now everyone's jumping on it, which is super cool for us because the more people on it, the more people know it. And yeah, because it was a bit of an uphill battle for a bit for us with that. Yeah, you were the first ones I saw on it for sure. Somebody else was though. I can't remember who, but there was somebody um we'd seen it in the states a lot and we that's where we started using it and we liked the use experience so when we had the opportunity to choose a reservation system that sort of helped our decision by uh by going with it yeah yeah and so total this sidetrack here or different my brain goes all over the place yeah sure. so your your kid how old is your kid Oh, what if I get it wrong? You shouldn't ask that on the record. Um, 14 months, 15, 14 or 15 months. Okay. Like, like a year. So that, that's another thing. Like, I don't know how you have the time with like a newborn and, and to be doing all the stuff that you do. How do you manage your time? Uh, Laura, Rylan, Devin, Keith, and Katie. <laughs> so that's everyone who works here. Um, yeah, you don't. Yeah. You don't. Um, that's, that's the bottom line. You don't. But everybody pitches in and everything gets done. Okay. I mean, there's some days where you, you honestly don't. You just have to like leave and maybe deal with something or whatever else. But the rest of the team just does it. Hmm. That's how it gets done. And so on your free time with whatever that looks like, um, what do you guys do with your free time? Well, uh, children things. Um <laughs> You know, play imagine. with kids' toys and things like that. I can imagine. Uh, cut up, dice up food very small for for an infant to eat. No. Um, honestly, I mean, pre-COVID, we actually just kept doing food, basically. I would say food and wine. Um, you know, just always learning and, and experimenting. It sounds stupid, but it's actually true. Um, so we would just get together on weekends and we would cook the crazier stuff at home. And oh, really? And get it down that we could cook it here, basically. Um, but that's probably 90% of what we did markets, going out to vineyards, uh, travel, that kind of stuff. I mean, we weren't, we're not the most diverse guys. I don't think, um, 
Well, no, but, but that that's like that's pure dedication if you're able to do that on your free time. It's just what we like to do. It's what we like to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Our yeah. diversity is lacking in that sense. But, but yeah, um, it is what we like to do now. I mean, we probably do that one of the three nights off a week now, but the other nights are family time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. And if you guys are going to go out to eat somewhere, where do you guys like to go if you're going to go somewhere? Before everything went to hell? Well, <laughs> or right now. Yeah, sure. Like before and pre and post. I'm the wrong person because, like, with the kid for the past year, I haven't got out as much as I would have before. We used to get out like crazy. But so you, you, you name your places. Uh, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. Um, whether I uh, just want to go for a pint and a burger, or or if I want to sit down and spend some time and and eat a eat a meal. Um, I also. I'm again in particular and sometimes I'll have a craving for a thing and I'll get up to the door and be like, Oh, I can't go in there right now and just keep walking. You'd be the weirdest customer just running away. I kind of like get the grand Budapest hotel, just full sprint. No. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, the hive's awesome. Um, I know you talked about Jason, but yeah, it, shout actually, out to Jason. it actually, it actually is though. It's, it's really, really good. Um, what's your favorite thing he does there? Um, so it's, it's gonna, I change each time, but, uh, the bison's awesome. The cornflakes, chicken's awesome. Chicken fingers awesome. Actually, the farro salad's really good. It's got a sweetness to it. It's really good. I don't good. know if I've had that. Yeah. Nobody orders it. I don't think, but everybody should. It's very good. See, I love the sweet it's and very sour. Good and very good value. Um, you know, we should get that. Uh, but also dead beets on that side of things is super cool. Um, they make really, really good stuff. I'm going to forget people though. Cause mm. they. I can't think of things on the, um, on the spot. Agrius, if you haven't had pizza from Agrius right now. Yeah, I still haven't done that. Yeah, I need you to. you really need to. It's fucking awesome. Really? Yeah, it is crazy, crazy good pizza. Um, I mean, everything they do is always super cool and good, but yeah. Um, have you guys been to Harvest Road? No. Um, um, yeah, so they're out at Mitchell's Farm. And it's, okay. it's uh, Jenny's one of the daughters of the Mitchell family. Okay. But like their burger, for me, it's my personal favorite burger on the island that okay. I've had. Because they they source everything from like off the farm, so the only things they don't have in that burger are tomatoes. That like everything else comes from on the farm, from including right there. Yeah, yeah, including the 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 beef. Sweet. And um, I don't know if they're able to if they switch back now, but they were everything was staying on the farm. So like anything that came out of the window could be composted on site. Okay. So it's like a whole sustainable That's ecosystem. Crazy. That's awesome. It's and I oh. wish more places were like them, and they weren't like an extreme outlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they yeah they crush it. Yeah, no, that's super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll definitely go there. Yeah. yeah, I would say go there and and maybe go to Island View Beach. Like, go get yeah, the food yeah, or yeah. and and check it out. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm trying right. to think what else. Um, well, Brasserie Lacole, of course, is everybody. I, I still have never been favorite. there. What? What are you talking about? Why haven't you haven't you not been there? I don't know. Go. Like, I, I haven't been to like Cafe Brio. I haven't been Brasserie. I haven't been like a bunch of places. You really need to go to Brasserie. I mean, yeah. I mean, everything about it's going to be awesome. The whole experience that they, they, they pay attention to everything. It's really cool. Courtney Room's got their tasting menu back now, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, Olo's back open. They got the farm going, so that's going to be awesome. I know. I want to go talk to Brad and see what they're doing because I was excited when I saw they open back up. Yeah. For a little bit, they had like paper in the windows, and I wasn't sure what was going on. Well, <laughs> I have to renovate a little bit with everything because, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is right now. Yeah. But there's so many good places of all all levels of, you know, cost and everything else. So there's, there's tons of good places. You go to Hey Happy every day, I think. <laughs> I do. Yeah. And I go to hide and seek. So yeah, you get coffee and they got Fairfield and branch now, I guess too. So yeah, there's so many things, man. Yeah. There's a ton. Yeah. And it's, it's sort of, um, to me, it, it's like hidden gems don't really exist anymore because of like Google. 
if that makes sense. But they, they do, but they don't. Well, yeah, I think they do. I mean, I think in a certain community, everybody knows who they are now because of that. But I think 90% of the city still doesn't know about a lot of things that are happening. I mean, we didn't know about the Mitchells one you were just talking about, you know. Um, yeah. So I think there's still a lot. I think, and I mean, maybe amongst our internal community or whatever, we're all going to know what it is. But I think once you talk to just your average person, I don't think they have any idea still. I so, think that's so I, think, I think there's a lot of work to be done still to get things out there. I mean, even with Hanks, I know tons of people who don't know Hanks when, when you talk to them. And I mean, it's been there for eight years and it's busy, <laughs> but still there's tons of people who don't know. So. Yeah, no, I, I can actually, what you're saying is very true because like, I'm, I'm like, I'm probably hyper at the top level of sort of knowing about everything. What's happening. Yeah. 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 And then, so I do forget the fact that the average person is not on Instagram, yeah. not like, Every every restaurant that opens basically now here like follows me on there, yeah. so I see them come up like right away the, as it comes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a, that is a good reminder. Um, so, do you have a favorite coffee shop? Then yours is Hey Happy. I spend a lot of time at Hey Happy. Yeah. I, I like hide and seek. We okay. battle, we fight about it a lot. Go back and forth. Who's better? Yeah. yeah. Does anyone ever? Is there ever agreements or no? <laughs> But it, but it doesn't. I mean, they're both awesome. It's yeah, not really. It, ultimately, yeah, yeah. it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's, it's subjective. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I'm right. Actually, I would never win the battle. Like he, he's he's way more hard headed. I think. So. Particular. Particular. Right. We keep saying particular. Yeah. So, is there is there a secret menu item of, of any kind? What do you mean? I don't know. Like Here? does that? Yeah. Does that mean anything? At like nowhere no. or hangs? No. No, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, it's pretty much open open book. Like, we... It changes we, we like, too much. Like, it changes too much, but then we do like to share everything with everybody. Um, yeah, and I mean, even the thing, like, with, with whole animals and stuff, like, you can't. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the main reasons why it changes so much. And seasonality. I mean, the weather's been crappy, so now there's no tomatoes for a few weeks, and, you know, the peas are done this week, and... You know, so there's no way to have a secret menu because we don't have, like, we don't even have accounts with, like, Cisco and GFS and stuff, right? Like, yeah. At all. So, I mean, there's no way to do that, really. Yeah. So it's all got to change all the time based on what's happening. I guess it would be, like, you'd have to have something like the cheese whiz would be, like, a secret thing. But you guys just yeah. make that readily available. <laughs> yeah, you can just have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, no, there's no, yeah, we don't really have any secrets, man. Yeah. And and moving forward, do you have things on the horizon or things you want to be doing that, that, are going to be coming in the future? I mean, I think we would have said yes at one point, but probably not now. Um, I mean, the farm's sure. something that's being worked on, but I mean, we got to see what happens here over the next probably year to two years, I think. Um, Ingredient-wise, we're experimenting with charcuterie a little bit. but That's I true. Mean, yeah, we got the charcuterie program really going. Cheese, started making a lot of cheese. Uh, not great at it yet, uh, so we have to keep going. But uh, witchcraft. Yeah, it's very frustrating. But we're trying a lot of the old methods, which are proving to be very difficult. Um, so like long cultures on even simple things like mozzarella, like four or five-day cultures to get more flavors into them and stuff. So when we get it down, I think it'll be super cool, but right now it's not working. Uh, not, not in a way that's, you know, good enough, but I mean, we're doing stuff like that as far as other restaurants and stuff though. I don't know. I mean, probably not with the kid and COVID and everything else this is probably what we're doing. How, how if, has... if anything, we would shut these ones down and get me one with a wood fired grill, please, Devin. Uh, that would be best. nice. Yeah. That's what I would like. I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Just one restaurant with a wood fire, 10 seats, very few. Mm -hmm. And how has, how have you found COVID? Has it been like a huge challenge? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a disaster. I mean. Anybody who says it's not is probably lying. <laughs> it, it almost seems... Oh, oh, yeah, they're just feeling... Just waiting for it to be over or 
go away. Um, but you've got to be able to to move and adapt and change. And uh, I mean, even it, it's really nice that people feel comfortable in this space. But at the same time, we're like, ah, what do we have to do next to to keep it going? Well, and I mean, yeah, and yeah, and you're responsible, right? I mean, like for everybody's safety. So not even just the business wise and everything else, but like so many conversations about safety because I mean, we just want to be so careful. Um, you don't want to be the place that does anything wrong. No, of course. So, you don't I mean, want to be the place where everything jumps off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and as cases start ticking up and it comes back out here and stuff, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fucking terrifying as far as any of that goes. You know, not even just personal safety, but also just that and keeping all your guests safe. And I mean, from a business perspective, I honestly nowhere's actually done pretty well, which we're very happy with. Um, so we're not in very rough shape there. Hanks is, oh, I mean, we went... <laughs> you know we're, we're taking it on the chin there a little bit for a while and we're probably getting it for the next year or two you know there's no way to open that restaurant really so yeah, it's so small yeah i mean I, there's no way to keep social distancing that's what i was saying if anything we bring that feast series back and do one or two tables at a time kind of thing you know but that would just be more probably honestly for fun <laughs> and you know keep rylan excited too so he's not just making sandwiches all the time <laughs> but yeah, that would just yeah sort of mix things up a you bit. Know, that but, wouldn't really be a profit um, situation because the feasts are insane as well. So that uh, that pork belly sandwich that you guys have, do you guys have that on right now? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. that thing that thing blew my mind a bit. I'm a fan of pork belly. That's your milk fed pork too. It seems you like that milk fed pork a lot. I, something about it. <laughs> you like very fancy pork. <laughs> I guess so. It was it was killer. I loved it. And you guys had like the wagyu meatballs at one point. Yeah, that's gone now. Uh, yeah, that cow was a little bit ago, but yeah, that's gone now. But yeah, we were doing that for sure. Um, we got a cow in from Hillcrest, so up in Comox. The guys we were talking about before, we got one from them last week. So that's going to dominate the menu here for the next little while. Um, pastrami is something we're really proud of. That's what we that's what we want to try to feature and get really taking off and going. Um, you know, we think it's awesome. We think we do a really good job of it. Not to be cocky, but we actually really do. Yeah, um, and we would like that to go. Now we're getting the full pressure washer experience here. Yeah, yeah. He should probably clean behind the door at Hank's where everything's bad, you know? I know. Instead of, instead of right here. Like, he's cleaning the middle of the court. There. That seems useless. He'll get there. You should go tell him. He'll get there. <laughs> how, how, often, how often do you guys, like, change out the whole menu? Do you ever have, like, a, just a fresh wipe? Or do you just sort of, like, over time, one item here, three items there? Yeah, it's, an, it's an overtime situation. So basically, I sit down every weekend um, and... What we'll do is basically I, I list what I want to keep for sure, what I want to kill for sure, and then maybe. Um, from there, then I go to call the farmers and see what we're able to get. And then that kills off more <laughs> of the maybe dishes and hopefully not one of the ones you want to keep, but often it does. It is this week. Um, what was this you, week? What, what's gone? Uh, peas. Yeah, the peas, okay. the peas aren't great this week. I mean, they're still peas, but they're just not... We're keeping them in a very simple dish with just, a, and they they were so sweet and awesome, and they're not now apparently. So, you know, um, but the farmers are super honest with us too, and things like that, which is really cool, um, so we can count on them. Yeah, it's kind of like being in the shower here, actually. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so much water. Um, so yeah, I mean, but as far as changing, so I, it probably does change from top to bottom, especially at nowhere, more often than I would like it to because of that process. But we don't ever plan to change it from top to bottom necessarily. Um, and then Hanks is almost going to change from top to bottom in the next week as well. Um, but again, just for the same reasons, because as one animal comes in and one goes out, things like that. So, Do you have things, because this, this interview is going to go up next Tuesday. Right. Um, do you have anything like you, you expect that next Tuesday or next week you would have at Hanks? 
No, that's too far away from me. Okay. I have no idea what I'm doing next week. Oh, this is... I'm still working on tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on five minutes from now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, no, we don't have anything. This pressure washing is awesome, though. I kind of... Okay. You know what? <laughs> no one's going to be listening at this point. <laughs> well, I kind of feel it's, like, somehow fitting that, like, again, the bar fight thing. Uh, yeah, like, sure. yeah, who right. knows what's going to happen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would, I would be really upset, but I mean, I'm still not happy that that's going on in the noise, but it's almost fitting in a way. It, yeah, it, does, kind of, it kind of fits it what we do. To make sense, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty. It's pretty funny. But yeah. um, just trying to think if there's is there anything that you guys want to mention that we haven't touched on? Devin, do you have a promotional speech worked out? I did not get that far. Oh. I, I guess I did wake up earlier than normal today, but I what does not that mean? Much of a speechwriter. What does that mean earlier than normal? I I'm not a morning person. <laughs> He's not going to tell you. I'm just not noon. A, I'm not a morning person. Um, like I can I can get up and be functional for ten o'clock. That isn't an issue, but. So what, I, what's a what's a bedtime for you? What time? Hold on, this to, is funny though because you like worked two. in the morning for years. I know. <laughs> I was never a morning person. <laughs> you just weren't very friendly. <laughs> Certainly not. Didn't want to talk to me before eleven. Uh, I get up at five a.m. That's when the child punches you in the face. Oh yeah, and that means it's time to get up. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's awesome. Yeah. See, I, I've been lately with like the podcast and spending so much time and all that. I have been staying up later, but I naturally I am a morning person. Right. So, like, if I went to bed at ten and got up at six, like that's the ideal thing for my body. And I've been like, I guess for you, getting up in the morning, that kind of thing, where you're like going against what you naturally. That's eight hours sleep. Though. That's way too much. Oh yeah, no, you eight shouldn't hours. be getting more than three to four. I need Anything over three to four, and you're just wasting time. So are you are you at three to four? Of course. Okay. Of course. So I'll be you, dead soon. That's <laughs> how you have time. That's how you have time to source everything. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Just forget about the three sleep. to four. That's fine. That's that's good. That's plenty. And how how much do you get? I'm doing better. Seven. Okay. So spoiled. I know. It's ridiculous. Since when do you get seven hours? I'm a princess. I like my sleep. Oh my god. When we were at dinner last night, um, it was actually interesting that out of six of us, you were you were at Emmendare last night, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, We were at Emmendare for a. um, You should tell people about that. That looked awesome. Yeah. So that was really cool. We showed up. This, as far as I know, it was not broadcast to the public. I don't know right now exactly how people got notified. But I think it was people on the Emmendare, it might maybe a wine club or some kind of list. And um, Farmsgate, which is a food truck that sometimes is at the Esquimalt market, but they're more focused up in Cowichan. Them, along with the Ainsley, uh, Ian at the Ainsley, they combined forces. And then there was Emmendare um, Wines and Avril Creek. And so the four of them all came together. And we had this dinner outside at Emmendare um, at the vineyard. And it was just, it was the, the coolest thing ever. They came at it from a very different perspective of the fact that they left what you were going to pay up to you. Right. So it's like, what do you think this is worth? You pay that amount, which I think is very... Um, I don't have the guts to do that. I know. It's very gutsy, <laughs> given, given the state that we're in right now. People would probably be awesome, though. I mean, yeah. But. It, was, it was a wild experience. Like being able to eat outside in the... Outside right in like the vines, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I sent my buddy a picture afterwards. And I'm like, this is what I had for dinner tonight or where I ate. And I'm like, how lucky are we not, right now in the world that we could do something like that? Oh, so oh, it looks yeah. super cool. It looks super, it super cool. It kind of blew my mind. And, yeah. and the stuff they were doing, I think that, like, had you been there, I think you would have really appreciated um, the different dishes that they had. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, it looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved, loved to be there. But, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'd love to cook at a vineyard again, too. We haven't done that in years. Mm. Yeah. 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 Kind of miss that. That is fun. Even just to be out there is fun. How do we make that happen? I'm going to start telling know. everybody. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it. Everybody reach out to Clark <laughs> and get him, get a pop-up going or a farm. <laughs> I'm not overly receptive to things usually, so we'll see. We'll <laughs> yeah. see. But, so but we did it at Sonata just, just for fun, and it was awesome. Um, yeah, I did it a couple times. Where was that? Uh, in the couch at Zanata. Um, okay. Zanata Vineyard. So they were the first vineyard on the island. Um, but we literally did it just for fun. So um, like it was like staff and friends and things like that. And we just took over their kitchen and did it a couple times. Um, but yeah, there was no tickets or social media or anything. It was just, yeah, we just do these things more for fun for ourselves kind of deal. So when you ask if we do it <laughs> on our time off, yeah, that's what we do on our time off is things like that. But again, that that's like, that's 100% the dedication. And that's, yeah, but that's, it's also very spoiled. I mean, that's pretty awesome to sit in a vineyard and drink wine and make Oh, it's food ridiculous. And what, what more? Yeah, I mean, that's great. <laughs> you know, so dedication, sure, but I mean, also pretty awesome. How did the, uh, the collaboration come up with Mai Tai Cafe? <laughs> because that's the only thing I can think of of you guys teaming up with someone else. I went there for lunch and uh, yeah, they're, they're very nice um, and awesome. And I love the food. Um, and yeah, she uh, she had mentioned that uh, she knows Rylan and Laura. She'd worked with them both in the past okay. uh, who work with us. And I said, well, why don't we just do one then? So yeah, we did it. And have you tried her duck poutine? No, I haven't. I haven't. The red tie curry duck, duck poutine. But I haven't had their poutine. Yeah. Oh, you have to have that. There's so much flavor. Wow. It's, it's like yeah. she did it for Canada Day and she uh, was getting a whole bunch of people. That was their th- third year anniversary this year Okay, on Canada Day. And she got a bunch of us. She was just reaching out to people, I think, and saying, like, to celebrate their birthday at the restaurant, they were just giving away this duck poutine to a bunch of people. Right. And <laughs> sounds amazing. I Nobody gives one. us anything, Devin. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. It's it's super awesome. Not that dish, but that restaurant in particular. Everybody should go there. Yes. It's, I agree hundred percent. It's crazy awesome and crazy fun. So that's another place we go to, actually. There we go. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So like what what other places are sort of that you are doing that might be in the back of the memory i don't know it's so hard now they just they come up as you bring things up the cozy place the cozy place yes have you been to the cozy place i've never heard of this oh my god that might be my favorite restaurant um is that it's, it's on douglas across from hudson um szechuan style food so they have like a, a canadianized or americanized chinese menu um which is good but whatever i mean just skip that part um but yeah like their cold beef shin dish is freaking amazing and then they do a, a dish with raw peanuts and chicken that is just fucking killer um, really but uh, yeah most things they do are awesome uh, they do like a breaded fish hot pot where they bring like this thing to your table <laughs> this propane uh this propane burner to your table and turn it on and cook it but they don't let you turn it down <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just going yeah but it's just so fucking hot so it's just like boiling and you're trying to get shit out and it's reducing and you're trying to eat it fast enough and then you turn it down and they come back they're like no no and they turn it up again oh really <laughs> yeah yeah it's, because it's I've so never much heard of fun that. It, uh, it's, it's crazy fun and crazy good um yeah yeah people should definitely go there have you been to hong kong west yeah yeah so what do you what do you think about there it's good when we were there it was so freaking spicy that the baby has started bawling because just from the the aroma not our baby yeah somebody else's the aroma had to be taken out of the room it's oh crazy. really yeah it's crazy because i i like i i don't do well with spice okay like the next day they must have been nice to you then because they yeah they they can do they spice can oh no yeah. like i think that they were they were going like i told the people i was with please i i can't like i don't want to hurt myself we should train you. We should get you up. We should get your level up. It'll come. It just takes time. 
I, I, I need that training. So we were, we, um, we went, we did that and we had it. And afterwards I still paid for it, even though they, I could tell they took it easy, but like the fish hot pot, yeah, they, they made that thing allegedly like for them mild. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, you need yeah, so to be, we went, we went a different direction. We told them that like, just whatever heat, like as hot as they wanted to do, that's cool. So we went that way instead. We, we did pay for that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also paid for it. Yeah. So could you, with that heat level, like, do you normally do spicy food? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's fine. I don't. So can much. you? I have a hard time. Can you discern? You like, eat it though. I do, but yeah. I still have a hard time. Yeah. Can you discern the flavor, or just like do you just get hit with the heat, or can you actually like appreciate the oh, flavors no, no, and all no. that? And all these chilies have different flavors, right? That's why you got to kind of you got to work your way up on these things because they all have crazy different flavors. I mean, I, we have what twenty seven types of chilies here right now. You know, I mean, they're not just about heat. Um, they're all nuanced and they all smell different and taste different and everything else. And yeah, if somebody just throws a shit ton of habanero in something, like you're going to lose the fruitiness and just get habanero. But that's not what those guys are doing. They, they got all kinds of flavors going on in there. hundred percent. One thing I've learned through the course of like doing this food guy stuff is to try and never change a menu item. Like, oh, yeah. like there's a reason why this is here. It's at that level and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's one thing I've learned. Never substitute or try and take anything out because there's a reason why everything's there. Yeah, I mean, if you have an allergy or restriction or something, just just let them know. Well, that's different. Let yeah, them but... know, right? But don't don't do it based on like I don't like this ingredient or that ingredient because I mean everyone's going to treat them different, and you might not even know that's the ingredient. You know? So you should you should give it a try in that case. But if it's yeah, if it's a like or a preference, it's probably a bad idea. You're going to miss out, you know, because chances are most restaurants aren't just going to put on some raw shitty ingredient or something that you don't like at home. Uh, they're going to actually do something to it, and you might like it, so you're going to miss out, and you're probably going to ruin the dish, but. And if you have a reason you can't have it, tell them so they can do something else for you. Because most places will go out of their way to make people happy. I mean, we do all the time. But so you got to know. If know? somebody wanted to come here and have like the tasting menu, yeah, but they don't eat fish or they don't eat pork, is yeah. that possible? We would not like to advertise that. But yeah, we do do that. Oh, you do? Because <laughs> actually that night we came, somebody didn't come because he... He doesn't do pork. Oh, now we're getting the window washer right here. Wow. I, I would say the only one we don't do. This is awesome. It's like a car wash. I know. That's what I was thinking. We're in a car wash right yeah, now. Yeah, this is great. Dev, the windows are going to be clean this week. Nah. <laughs> yeah, actually, it'll be worse. <laughs> um, yeah, like something like not eating pork. That's not even, that's not an issue at all, especially if we know. Um, we don't necessarily do like vegan um vegetarian we can make happen things like that but when you get to the too too restrictive for what we have on hand because as you were mentioning before we don't have a ton of space so we don't necessarily keep a ton of extra things around that we can just whip up a menu um so it would depend on the notice depending on how restrictive we're talking basically but if it's one or two things i mean that's usually not an issue as long as we know not when you sit down like before oh yeah <laughs> especially for the tasting menu because you can't create a dish like that in, you get the opportunity when you do the reservation to sort of put yeah, yeah. something yeah. Um, what's the longest thing that you guys have aged as far as like either like beef goes or, or whatever? Cause you guys have had like two month old dry aged burgers, right? Aged or eaten? Aged. Well, both. Well, not, Let's go we both. Haven't, we haven't aged anything that long cause we just started aging with COVID. So probably two months. Oh, okay. I thought you had done the burger like a year or two ago. That was like, we were, aged. but two rivers was doing our aging for us. At that I point. see. So we just started doing our own aging, uh, when COVID shut us down the first time. Okay. So, yeah. So then yeah, uh, so eaten. eaten almost two years oh 
So what was that even like? pork? We had the one year pork at Camp Ignolo in Vancouver. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and then in New York we had some. Well, I mean, it just gets funkier and more compressed and more flavorful as time goes on, basically. But you do start bordering on flavors of cheese rather than meat. Like if you were blindfolded, you probably wouldn't pick meat at some point. You'd start picking cheese, is what you're eating. Because like when if you look at that meat when it's been aged for a while, there actually is like a, a, a crust or something on the outside you have to get rid of, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's, it's it, well, it is just the the crust, right? And it just gets deeper and deeper as it ages. But it gets so even like you can take your outside off, but you have to go a little bit deeper than that usually, just because it's going to be too chewy, or things like that, you know. Um, but and so right now, how much how much stuff do you guys have aging? Do you have a lot of stuff? A whole cow. Oh, so that it came last week. So there's a whole cow in there, and then we do ducks. We do. Um, we're only using Moulard ducks right now. So they're a lot bigger. They're, they're your birds that have like that do foie gras. So we don't necessarily have the foie gras, but we bring those ducks in because they're kind of oddly a byproduct of foie gras production. Um, so we want to make use of them. Um, and they're the best tasting birds you've ever had in your life. They're quite a bit bigger because they're actually a fair bit older. Um, okay. You know, um, but you're getting into your 10 pound ducks and things like that. So we dry age duck um, only for two weeks at a time usually. So we do, you know, just cycle every two weeks. But they're always up there too. That's awesome. Guys, I've loved this so much. Good. I, was, I hope we weren't too boring. No, yeah. dude, we're, we're almost at 80 minutes here. Is that good or bad? That's awesome. That good? We, don't, we, don't really know, we don't know if that's good or bad. We I went by really quick. <laughs> what were we aiming for? What was the target? I don't know. The shortest one yeah. so far, I think, has been 40. So we went twice that. Okay. What's right. the longest? The longest is two hours. Well, it's, we failed then. Well, no, you didn't. Because, but the thing is, like, I don't really know you two at all. Yeah. And the two guys I did two hours with, like, I know both of them I've, for a long time. Like, I oh, went okay. to, to Japan with Anton. Oh, okay. So, I was with him for two weeks straight, basically. Don't right. you remember the story about us wanting to win, though? I mean, we're very competitive. <laughs> we can keep kidding. going. No, no, no. I it's got all time. Good. It's all good. <laughs> but, cool. No, thank you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming uh, on, man. Wanting and, to talk. And thanks for supporting us, too. Yeah, um, trying, oh, of course. You know, we can come I'm out a, for dinner, so. I'm a fan of people doing good work. And, I mean, you, I, in my opinion, you guys are doing incredible work. Oh, thank you. So, everyone needs to come and experience what you're doing here at Nowhere. Like that, that to me, like after we, after that visit, I went on Instagram and I made a couple stories where I, I don't normally do video, but I felt compelled to. It's really, to me, it's really, really important that people come and experience what's going on here because it's oh, very thank special. Thank you. We appreciate it well, very, thanks. very much. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And so if people want to find out more of what you guys are doing, where should they go? What's the best place? Um, well, uh, the talk website, our reservation page has information about what we're doing. We do have a website that doesn't have a ton of information on it right now, but we are addressing that and are starting to By rebuild that. more information off of it. Well, you know, to, <laughs> just so it's we not lying to, take it, to take you. Take it apart, build, build it back. <laughs> if it says take nothing, it apart, we're telling build it the back truth. Back up. Um, so we'll have some information there because we wanted to, I don't know, make it slightly more real, talk about the farms that we deal with, that kind of thing, but whatever, in the future. Social media. That's probably the most Insta up to date stuff. Instagram and Facebook is the we are insta fabulous. <laughs> of course, the current <laughs> the pulse of us at the moment. Yeah, that's where we try to keep things as fast as we can basically as things are happening especially right now. Who's running the social media or the Instagram? Is it is it just you or is there a bunch of people on it? Everybody. Everybody? Everybody, Everybody can participate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. We, we've tried Whoever to, can remember to well, do it. We try to create a bit of a baseline but then anybody can can add into that, right? Okay. Yeah, so at home, if you'd like to hack our Instagram account, feel free. Uh, just have at it. Just make it fun, at least. Just make it fun. Yeah, I don't really care. Just make it a good time. At least make it funny. Don't do something boring, like sell watches or something. 
I've actually seen that happen. Yeah, I know. It's just boring. It's <laughs> like, come on, do something entertaining at least. So, yeah. Thank you very much for this, guys. Nice. This has been a blast. Thank and you. if anybody's um, looking for what I'm doing, you can go to vicfoodguys.ca and uh, all the stuff's up there. And wherever I never, I don't actually have an outro, so I don't know how to end these things. Do you want to sing a song together? I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. I, I wouldn't really want to sing a song. But you should have music. I know. I don't even have you music have on this. You have a very professional setup. You know what? I don't, I don't have music. I don't, I have like a do you want us to turn Sonos on? We could pick a song. We could play something. <laughs> I got like a five-second intro. And like I have no ads. So it's just like we just get right into it and we go. That's so, awesome. No, it's that, super that cool great. though, man. Yeah, and, and it was really fun. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. And if this is the first time I'm going to say this. If you made it this far through the pressure washing, through all the stuff, <laughs> please give like a like or a, a sub- subscribe or whatever, on whatever platform you're consuming this on. Um, that would be That would be cool for me. So... Thank Everybody do it. Get on it. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. Awesome. awesome. Thank, thank you, guys. brother. We appreciate okay. it. Of course. Bye.